shining a spotlight on the news you won't hear anywhere else. Jason Rand. Jason Rand. Jason Rand. This story, it's not going to be on CNN. It's not going to be on MSNBC. The Rants Report on the Todd Herman Show. May not be perfect, but it's still the best government we have. For now. Good morning, Mr. Rants. Oh, hello. Good morning. Um, who is Nona Rayburn and why does she hate your guts? So, <laughs> good question. I don't know why she hates my guts, although she does work for the city of Seattle as a communications advisor. So I kind of feel like I probably know why she hates my guts. Although, so for folks who don't realize, she is a communications advisor, I believe, for the Office of Civil Rights in Seattle. And she had tweeted just kind of out of nowhere that I have, I, I look like someone who likes, uh, what was it? Uh, bo- boiled, bo- Brussels boiled Brussels sprouts. Boiled Brussels sprouts. <laughs> uh, which is just a, just a stupid and weird tweet that some people had sent my way. Uh, I love Brussels sprouts. Not boiled, though. I mean, I like them pan fried or roasted. Yeah, and, and but she's a communications advisor. This is her sick burn of you? Don't they have oh sick burn classes? <laughs> I'm telling you, Jason, there's many things people could roast you on or try to, like soccer. They could go after you for liking the thing, the soccer thing, but we won't get into that. I mean, this is, <laughs> is this what I signed Let's... up for this morning? <laughs> no, I was going through your Twitter feed. I just wanted to have a moment of levity because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this story. I heard Mike Soldan who's the uh, Seattle Police Department's uh, head of the the unit. Soldan, thank you. Um, Talking about this officer who lost her life. She's off duty, um, and she decides to stop and help troopers shut down a freeway after two accidents in a 90-minute period, and then apparently one of the participants in this accident stole her car after this woman, this, this, this lovely officer, was killed. And that now a whole series of, like, they found the person who stole the car and they didn't. Can you talk about this? Yeah, so the officer is Lexi Harris. She had just finished up a long shift. It was 1 o'clock in the morning. She was driving home on I-5. Probably she was tired. She wanted to get home. She probably wanted to unwind after God knows what she saw on the streets of Seattle. But she saw this accident on the side of I-5, and she decided to pull over and help because that was the kind of officer that she was. She was selfless. She actually cared about this community. And in the process, a driver on I-5 apparently hit her and she ended up dying at the scene now one of the drivers of the car that was in the accident that she was pulling over to help according to the police decided to take her car and flee now there's lots of reasons behind why they think that happened most likely having to do with his criminal history so yesterday morning around 1 a.m. or so a memo went out from the Seattle Police Department indicating that they had caught the primary suspect, Those are the, that's the language that they used, in this crime. I went and reported it that mo- yesterday morning about, I want to say, 8.45, 9 o'clock. An hour and a half, two hours after that, Interim Chief Adrian Diaz puts out an all-staff memo confirming we just arrested or we had arrested with the Washington State Patrol the main suspect in this crime. So up until about three o'clock, SPD wasn't saying anything. No one was picking up when we tried to reach out to their PIO, their public information officer. And then at three o'clock, right when I go on the air, the Washington State Patrol puts out this scathing press release saying that there are erroneous media reports 
suggesting that we made an arrest. No arrest has been made. And it was scolding the media for screwing up a story, giving the indication that we had just made it up. And at no point did they acknowledge they did, in fact, arrest someone. Now, what I came to learn later on yesterday afternoon was the SPD and Washington State Patrol did, in fact, make an arrest. But they no longer thought he was the main suspect. Now, there, again, is some speculation behind the scenes as to why that is. Was he a person of interest who maybe had information? How they made this mistake thinking that he was the main suspect? We don't know because they're not actually telling us. But what they tried to do was pretend that the report was completely made up. And that really pisses me off because as someone who works this beat, who cares deeply about the officers and law enforcement in this community to get them on, not the cops to do this, but for the, the communications people to throw my reporting under the bus and try to pretend that they didn't screw up. I take that personally. I take that personally because of the work that I've done to help law enforcement and these departments in this city. And again, my criticism has nothing to do with police officers. This has nothing to do with the Lexi Harris investigation. I hope they find the main suspect. I hope they punish the main suspect. She was an amazing cop who deserves to be honored. But at the same time, it's also important that organizations like the Washington State Patrol or anyone who touched this story to try to give the impression that they didn't make any arrest whatsoever is so dishonest and it has to be called out. Well, I appreciate you doing that. And one thing I know about Rance, having worked with him for seven years, is um, accuracy is perhaps, I think it's at the top for you. Um, and I think that you, um, I think you famously take great pains in that. And that's, look, that's who Jason is. And, I, and everybody should know that. that. And that's just a fact. And I know he's had stories days ahead of others um, and has held them because he wasn't comfortable with the facts. So I will... I will preach that to anybody who ever questions you. I did learn this, uh, Jason, that it is illegal in the city of Seattle uh, for for cops to go to political speeches. Yes, apparently you're not allowed to go to, well, at least a, a Republican speech. So you have six <laughs> officers who went to the rally on January 6th. Now, there was no evidence that they had any participation in the illegal behavior that undoubtedly happened afterwards. There have been several hundred arrests and charges, none of which were tied to the six officers. And yet the Office of Police Accountability decided to proactively investigate to find out whether or not these officers did in fact have anything to do with any illegal behavior. The problem is they are now in the position, these cops, that effectively forces them to prove their innocence. The OPA, and I confirm this, had all of these officers turn over private, personal documentation concerning their trip, including text messages between family and friends on their personal phones, ATM receipts and other financial records, itineraries, including all of the photos that they took that day. And apparently, if anything had been deleted, they have to explain in detail why it was deleted. On top of that, during the interviews, and there have been, I believe, at least two interviews for most of, if not all, of the six officers, they were being asked specific political questions. Now, I didn't get the specific political questions because that would violate their rules um, if, if that were to leak. However, 
I can tell you that we can reasonably assume some of the questions probably had to do with whether or not they believed the election to be stolen, whether or not maybe they even voted for Donald Trump, which has no bearing whatsoever on any kind of investigation. There is no evidence that has been presented so far that they broke the law, and they're in a position where they have to prove that, and that's not due process. Right. There is this thing, uh, innocent until proven guilty, and I really thought that was a cool feature in America. One minute to go with Jason Rance. Um, Jason, also, how'd that investigation turn out where the city looked into uh, people like Crystal Marks, a city council woman, so-called in Burien, and and, uh, Shama Sawant giving aid and comfort to Antifa terrorists who attempted to murder cops multiple times in Seattle? It's slow to roll out. Uh, They have not yet... (laughs) done any of that uh but but again it it is interesting because does anyone think that a a city employee or an officer who went to the rally before the riot on may 39th of or may uh, 29th of last year 30th of last year does anyone think they would say well you know we got to make sure that they weren't part of the riot that took place no of course not this is very clearly being driven by politics and it's being driven by an underlying distrust and hatred of police officers here. It is really despicable, and it's happening, remember, in the context of record numbers of cops leaving the force. Yeah, there you go, folks. That's life under the party in the separate country of Seattle. A dissident joining us this morning, a man who says he claims he doesn't like boiled Brussels sprouts, but we're going to need to see receipts Ugh. and photos of all his meals. All right, Jason, uh, 3 to 6 p.m., <laughs> KTTH right here. I'm the president on Fox News. Make sure you get him on the app, too, Jason Rancho. Thanks for coming by, Jason. Todd, the show will continue.